2: yes it is another happy hump day trump day my friends it is also 608 your time check brought to you by hayes jewelers where the answer is always yes you're tuned to the bob rose show greg cassidy in the house barely morning greg good morning i'm here though we appreciate the effort thank you So, hang in there, my friend. We've got a lot to talk about uh, today. Top story. The Mayorkas impeachment vote Mm. fails. Four GOPers, well, one, I guess there's a reason why he changed his vote, but eh, it's it's irritating. It's disturbing. Can the Republicans get together and get one thing done? (laughs) And Again, I go back to getting rid of Mayorkas will not change the border policy. But, I mean, he's all in and all for it, and has been from the very beginning. Mayorkas, that is. yeah. So at least it would, I I guess it would be an attempt to send a message, but what other kind of message do you need when the borders are being overrun, crime is rampant, and Biden will not do anything to utilize his executive privileges and powers to secure the border as or in a fashion like Donald Trump did. He's not going to do it. So some of this was a dog and pony show. There were four Republicans who voted no against the uh, impeachment of Homeland Security. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. They were uh, Mike Gallagher out of Wisconsin, Tom McClintock, from California, Ken Buck out of Colorado, and House Vice Conference Chairman Blake Moore out of Utah, a member of the Republican leadership. Wow. But they're quick to note that, wait, now, in the case of Moore, yeah. his nay uh, deserves an asterisk. Because he's not against impeaching Mayorkas, he voted no so the Republican effort to impeach Mayorkas could live to fight another day. Wow. If he would let his vote stand it would have been tied at 215 each, and in the case of a tie in the House, whatever the, whatever they're trying to promote in this case an impeachment is done. It's dropped. It does not go forward. So I guess it's better to lose the vote than tie the vote, because if you lose the vote, you have the option of bringing it up at another date. So you hmm. sort of live-to-fight-another-day kind of theory. Interesting. How much time and energy are you going to spend on this when you know that the conditions at the border are not going to change? And politically, does it, does it gain? Do you gain anything? Those that are going to vote Democrat no matter what, well, they don't really care one way or another. Those that are independents or are on the fence, depending on how the media presents this story, the same media... That denied there was ever a crisis at the border and wouldn't report on it. Uh, Now, you know, they're what are they going to do? Are they going to side with the Republicans and getting rid of Mayorkas is a good thing? Of course they're not, because they're in the business right now of blaming Trump and Republicans for the border crisis. Is that crazy? It makes your head spin because it's like, wait a second. I mean, they re- they're they gaslighting everybody. We're supposed to believe that when we know better? We factually know better? Yeah, yeah, the media doesn't care. They're like, yeah, we'll just lie and lie and lie because it's worked pretty well. And why stop now? I guess is the theory. So anyway, the, the Mayorkas thing, which, again, I say him gone or him there the policy at the border will not change because the fact is Biden could do plenty to help secure the border mm-hmm. without additional monies without help from congress he could do it just like his predecessor mm-hmm. did i'm just so and i know we're all frustrated we're all sick of hearing about it uh, but it is really the the border is the foundation for a lot of the other stories that are in the news, and yet it has to do with crime. You've got gangs in New York City already, like, forming. I mean, these are people that just got into the country over the last two years. They're yeah. already forming gangs. And I don't know if you saw the video. We talked about it. Uh, a woman was being, like, purse snatched or yep. whatever mm-hmm. um, and dragged by a moped till she was wrapped up, like, on a, some kind of steel... Sign or parking meter, or something. It uh, didn't look like uh, that was very good. Well, apparently, this gang is part of a, a much bigger circle of crime and criminals. And this is just one, you know, little anecdotal portion of mm-hmm. it. And as we've talked about before, we could do multiple stories every day about criminal activity involving the illegals. So, Remember when Trump said, Yeah, they're animals coming across the border? We know he wasn't referring to everybody, but certainly he characterized the gang type stuff. MS 13. Pelosi defended them. Yeah, but it goes even, it goes well past that. These are military age folks. These are bad. Look, Fidel Castro did the same thing, right, with the Mario boat lift. Remember that, you know, it wasn't the original one. It was, you know, the second one. What was that? About 1980, 81, something like that. Um, that's when you let a bunch of thugs out of prison. <laughs> Send them to the streets of Miami. Amazing. Some of them ended up being, you know, in the cocaine business. A lot of them. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people died as a result of all those turf wars, etc. All right, so... And the same thing is happening over again. Same thing is happening over again. The refusal to learn anything from history. But there's nothing you can do or say that will make Joe Biden secure the border. That we know. So should Congress, should the Republicans try to focus on other elements, other things that maybe they can make a difference on, we're going to have Congresswoman Kat Kamek on at 8.05. We're going to talk about the, uh, the border bill, the impeachment vote failing, and other things. So you've got that to look forward to. He's just doing the dirty work of Putin. Yeah. He's doing the Russian authoritarians bidding. Tucker is. What? According to the left. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's interviewing, or maybe he has, he just hasn't released it yet, an interview with Vladimir Putin. Oh. And he hasn't spoken to any Western journalists since the beginning of the war with Ukraine. Wow. We'll dig into that. Coming up on The Bob Rose Show, Greg Cassidy is here. It is 6.15, and you're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
1: If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
2: Two more rest, two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: The problem is, Joe Biden is old, old. His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome. Six weeknights on 97.3
2: The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Thanks for tuning in to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is 6.20, your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always Yes. You know you can get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa first thing in the morning. Get in the habit of, you know, getting up and telling your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. And the rest of your day will go exceedingly well. Nice. Or so we hope. Yeah, hope so. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, one of your top stories is Mayorkas impeachment vote fails. But the GOP says uh, they live to fight another day. They can bring that up again when Steve Scalise is back from cancer treatment. You know, he would be a yes vote. One of the uh, nays they did on purpose so that they could bring it back up if it ended in a tie. It goes away. That's my simplest explanation. I'm not making it simple for you. I'm making it simple for me. (laughs) You know? Keep it simple. So, yeah, keep it simple. There you go. Wow. Damning evidence. Israel Defense Forces released evidence Tuesday that showed direct payments, direct payments from Iran to the Hamas terrorist organization and its leader in Gaza, Yahya Sinwar. And an IDF spokesman, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, said this evening, We are publishing some of the intelligence information found by our forces, indicating a direct connection from Iran to Hamas and more so to Yahya Sinwar. We found official Hamas documents from 2020 detailing the funds transferred by Iran between the years of 2014 and 2020 to Hamas and to Sinwar. More than $150 million were transferred from Iran to Hamas. Amazing. Amazing. It is another example of how Iran exports terror across the Middle East. The terror that Iran exports and produces is a global problem, he said. The intelligence information we find, we pass on to our partners around the world for verification. In the same subterranean space, we also found a safe with banknotes and bags containing more than 20 million shekels in cash. These amounts... Join tens of millions of shekels we located during the war in Hamas tunnels in cases filled with millions of dollars. This is a recurring phenomenon. Large sums of cash kept in organized compounds underground for the personal use of senior Hamas officials. Hamas leaders invested the money in their personal survival and that of their families underground. It's long been known that Iran funds and arms Hamas. But the IDF chose to declassify direct evidence to show the role played by the Iranian regime and to show the personal greed of Hamas leaders at a time when many Gazans are relying on aid for their basic necessities. So, you know, this does two things. This strengthens kind of, uh, I, I guess you would say, um, the IDF mm-hmm. and and their reasoning behind you know really wanting to wipe out Hamas it, right. it we, most of us you know we know the deal Iran funds these group hezbollah Hamas youthies we, we know that but now there's documentation for anybody to now examine in case there's any doubt yeah because there's some people that aren't necessarily going to believe what the IDF uh, says or what comes out of Israel but they can't dispute this factual evidence. Well, they'll still dispute it, but right, it's but still there, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's still there. And and so Iran. I mean, we knew they were. We knew they're guilty. Mm-hmm. Will this administration, the Biden administration, do anything real about it? And I caution before calling uh, for some real, you know, military type action. Mm-hmm. But we know there are some things that we can do. We can reinstate a lot of the conditions that were there during the Trump administration that makes it more difficult for Iran to move money about, more difficult for them to sell oil. And there's other conditions that were in place that Biden removed or made less stringent, shall we say. Okay, now. You take what I just told you about Iran and this story. Iranian Atomic Energy Organization, Vice President uh, Mohammed, Mohammed Aslami, announced Monday that construction has begun. Yeah. On a new school, a new hospital? No, on a fourth nuclear reactor oh in the city of Isf- Isfahan. The process of pouring concrete for the foundation of the reactor is now underway, he said, his office told Iranian state media. When completed, the 10 megawatt reactor will test fuel, produce industrial uh, radioisotopes, and process pharmaceuticals. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They currently have three research reactors. Iran has one operational nuclear power plant, a uh, 3,000-megawatt facility. A second reactor using Russian designs has been under construction since 2019. And then the third is planned after that. Wow. Hmm. So, how far away are they from a viable, usable nuclear weapon? Hmm... International Atomic Energy Agency reported in November that Iran now has enough 60% enriched uranium to build three nuclear bombs. Okay. If it took the relatively quick and straightforward step of refining it to 90%. And even more alarming was an assessment that was published by the nonprofit Institute for Science and International Security that said Iran has already refined enough uranium to weapons grade to produce one bomb within a week and six bombs within a month. Wow. So, Iran's got money. Yep. They send uh, some of it to Hamas, some to Hezbollah, uh, some to the Houthis. They all rain terror down wherever they go. Um, U.S. soldiers are in harm's way. Um, And now the nuclear threat. Closer and closer to that threat becoming a reality. Do you want this administration to deal with it? That's why we hesitate. We're approaching 6.28 on the Bob Rose Show. And coming up, like I said earlier, at 8.05, we will talk to Congresswoman Kat Kamick about a lot of issues going on, including the border bill. That's all coming your way on 97.3 the sky. Trending. Trending right now on this sky.
0: Adversaries like Iran taking American lives. What response options is the president considering? I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. as it happens. Defend ourselves from an invasion. Putting Secretary Mayorkas to the test with an impeachment. The news station. Defund the police squad member cory Bush under federal investigation. I have not used any federal tax
1: dollars for personal security services. Now, more news.
0: updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk ninety-seven point three. The sky. The world. U.S. military carrying out another strike on Houthi rebels in Yemen. The rebels say they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians.
1: Affects us at home. We must combat all deadly ideology. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
2: Blessed to be alive. Let's take advantage of it. Let's pump it up. Let's be productive. There you go. Come on. Rise and shine. It is uh, 637. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, Tucker, and Putin. Yep. Uh, We'll get to that. Did I mention the time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the answer is always yes? So, Tucker, look, he's been under fire for a long time. Sure. Because he didn't go in all in. To support Zelensky and uh-huh. Ukraine and sending money blindly right now he wasn't and he and he made it clear many times over that he wasn't necessarily opposed to it he just well he was asking for one thing for can we have some transparency as to see where the money's going, how it's being uh-huh. spent what you know what what things are being sent there, some objective kind of look uh-huh. overall at what's going on there <clears throat> And for that, oh, he took a ton of heat. He's yep. Putin's puppet. Yep. He's doing the Russian authoritarians bidding. You know, uh, uh, that authoritarian word always irritates me because it was applied to Trump by the lefties. Or at least they tried to. And I thought to my... I was just thinking the other day, because it's irritated me. I'm thinking, what's an authoritarian action? What, what, if, what if a law provides for you to have secure borders and your president is purposefully not, not utilizing the law, bending the law to extremes. Mm-mm. Isn't that kind of authoritarian? What if you said, as you're running, you're going to put an entire industry out of business? Yeah. yeah. You don't like the energy, like fossil fuels. Uh-huh. Biden's going to put them out of business. And then when he gets into office, he makes it so by a certain year, you have to You have to buy an electric car. Manufacturers have to sell only electric cars.
0: That's just crazy.
2: Isn't that authoritarian? You're Uh, certainly not letting the market or individuals make decisions for themselves. You're not letting the market decide. That's authoritarian. Uh Is it not? So I I love this idea that Biden's regime is not authoritarian, but somehow Trump is. And, of course, oh, Putin is, too. But Zelensky... Is an authoritarian himself. They're back uh, uh, living under martial law there. Isn't that restricting people's freedoms? That sounds kind of authoritarian. Yeah. Just to put, just I thought I'd point that out. But man, the lefties uh, love to take shots at Tucker. Of course, part of it is they're completely insanely jealous of him Mm -hmm. because all he wants to do he wants to interview Vladimir Putin he may have already done it I don't know the timeline I know he hasn't posted it online yet but he's been in Russia recently he may have already done it I don't know would I be interested in in hearing and seeing that and in in Putin's own words how he can defend attacking Ukraine you know and, and what else can he share with us now I guess we're not smart enough. You know, these people that are attacking you know Tucker, they I guess they're just looking out for us. Uh-huh. Because you know, everything that comes out of Putin's mouth is going to be propaganda. Yeah, because we never get propaganda here in the US. Border crisis. Yeah. Hey, no border crisis around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we never get propaganda here. So we wouldn't know how to deal with Putin propaganda, right? Yeah. We we can't listen for ourselves and judge if we believe there's any merits to what he has to offer or to say. Oh no, 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 no. No. You follow the line that we've already drawn and it leads straight to Ukraine and well, it's a country known more for money laundering than I think anything else. So yeah, they're attacking they're attacking Tucker. In a video posted to X announcing the sit-down Tuesday, the first interview Putin has granted with a Western media figure since his full-scale invasion of Ukraine two years ago, Tucker Carlson predictably and dishonestly villainized the press. Hmm. The right-wing extremist, who's vilifying who, right? The right-wing extremist, who has lauded autocrats in recent years, claimed English-speaking outlets are corrupt, and lie to their audience as they disseminate propaganda of the ugliest kind. Ah, guilty as charged, I'm sure he would sure. say. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what he does. Uh, they said, as a supposed example of manipula- manipulating media behavior, or the behaviors manipulating, Carlson accused journalists of engaging in fawning pep sessions when interviewing uh, Zelensky. Yeah, well, that's exactly what they were doing. They, tra- they give Mike a hero's welcome everywhere. And I've said it before, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. might be a combination of both. But it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of objectivity looking at the situation and scenario. And we sure are spending a lot of money we don't have yeah. to protect a, a foreign border when we have a leader who will not protect our own. Border. So, anybody who's not challenging the status quo, not challenging the push for what the Biden administration is doing—that's uh, those are the people that hopefully at some point will have to answer for it. Mm-hmm. We hope the election will be part of that. Yeah. So, I, look, I want to I want to hear what he has to say. I might dismiss all of it. I might dismiss ninety percent of it. There might there may be a colonel of truth in something he says. Hmm. But how would we know otherwise? Are not we supposed to be right. the you know open communication. You know, other you know, other countries. Mm. They control the information that the masses get. But not not in America. It's open, right? Well except for those meetings the <laughs> press have with the White House. There you go. Yeah, except for that. Yeah, one yeah. one example there for sure. All right, op ed piece New York Post talking about What do you think? Crime in the streets. And it's the migrants. You know? Oh, don't pick on the migrants. What are you supposed to do if you're going to tell the stories and tell the truth? This is what's going on. 645 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. At 8.05, we're going to talk to Congresswoman Kat Kamek about several issues. And I want to remind you that the annual Sporting Clays event is coming up. The benefits of Ronald McDonald House. Mark your calendar for Friday, February 16th at the Bradford Sportsman's Farm. Two flights. Get more information. Just look up Ronald McDonald House locally. They do great work. This is going to be a lot of fun. Get involved. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
0: Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods.
2: On 97.3 The Sky. Happy Hump Day, Trump Day, my friends. Yeah, here we are. It is 6.50 on The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Ten minutes till seven o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Well, if it's a happy hump day, Trump day, we need us a Trump story. A good one. Yes, please. You got it. You ask, we deliver. The International Union of Police Associations, the IUPA, has endorsed former President Donald Trump in his White House bid. This information coming out just yesterday. Nice. As polling shows crime is a top issue to the American electorate. You better believe it is. But who doesn't believe it is? Do the Democrats really think? I mean, they can wiggle around on the economy, you know? Yeah, you can make data look any way you want. They can try to do that. We know inflation is just killing uh, you know, spendable income, especially for families and those lower on the socioeconomic rung. We know that. But they could, you know, you know how they like to spin things. But how can they spin? Crime! It's the party that wanted to defund the police. Boy, do they try to separate themselves from that now. Well, good luck, number one. And number two, uh, the same party that's leaving our border wide freaking open. Wide open. So, yeah, crime is a huge issue. People's personal safety is always going to be an issue. And when they see the criminal element around them, when they see it on the news, when they hear it on the news, when they know somebody who's been attacked, somebody has been carjacked, somebody has been shot, yeah. They know when numbers are up, even if you don't tell them. But yeah, the numbers are all up in an incredible amount. Of all kinds of violent crimes. So it makes sense that a group that represents police would be pro Trump. What the odd thing would be is if there are police that are not (laughs) supporting Trump. Now that would be that would be odd. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's good news. President, here's the statement President Trump's history of support for the men and women of law enforcement is unmatched. His policies and actions were directed at improving safety in our communities and the men and women who provide that shield. Uh, He has earned and deserves the IUPA's wholehearted support. The organization was first chartered in 1979, went on to call out aspects of Democrats' doctrine that have had tragic impacts. Much of the Democrats' doctrine supports defunding the police, favor sanctuary cities, open borders, and reduced accountability for criminal behavior. I didn't even get to that, did I? The DAs, the George Soros money. The tragic result is apparent in those cities who have embraced these policies, the unfortunate forced, forced business closures, and the plight that followed. Roving gangs are terrorizing retail businesses, and it goes on from there. You get the picture. I've painted it. The union representative has painted it. Um, now, an outbed piece in the New York Post paints a picture. Maria Manara, 32. She's been arrested at least eight times in the six months since she's arrived from Venezuela. Eight times. Wow. She's only been here six months. She's living in the Row NYC Hotel, which once had a great reputation, an unbeatable Times Square location, and a front row view. Of the theater district. Well, now it's a drug infested and violent, but it still costs taxpayers 500 a night for each of the 1,300 rooms given over to migrants. Can you imagine if you're a taxpayer in New York and you walk by that hotel and know that you are helping to pay 500 bucks a night? I wonder how many people that walk by that hotel, when they travel, when they go to visit somewhere... How many of them can afford a $500 a night hotel? Does that give you a little perspective? So, uh, Manara, back to the Maria Manara, 32, from Venezuela, was busted again this week for snatching a woman's cell phone on the number 6 train. So she was charged with grand larceny and resisting arrest. But instead of locking her up, Judge Jay Weiner granted supervised release. Likely in time for her to make it back to the hotel in another... Prepared meal paid for by you and me. Nice. Yeah. Migrants like Menorah, who rack up clashes with police, should be made ineligible for the city's largesse. I mean, shouldn't Mm -hmm. they be the first in line that should have to leave? Absolutely. You're getting arrested. Yeah. So, if we allow this, I mean, it is going to continue as Mm -hmm. long as the Democrats are in charge. As long as, uh, you know, Biden, he won't do anything about the border. So this will continue to happen. Handing out hotel rooms and free meals to repeat thugs makes it easier for them to commit crimes and makes us the patsies. Well, sure. If you don't have to work all day and you know your meal and there's a roof over your head. Yep. Oh, the mind wanders. The creativity abounds. The options. There's so many targets in the big city. Yeah. Let's go phone shopping. Who am I going to yeah. pick on today? What mm-hmm. am I going to get? What, what kind of loot will I come home with? And even if I get caught, ha, I'll still be home in time for dinner. What kind of world are we living in? The Democrat Party is turning New York City into a Shangri-La for international theft rings and migrants here to rob and burglarize taxpayers foot the bill for the thieves hotel accommodations plus three meals a day and a long list of other benefits even free bus tickets if they have to skip town in a hurry mm-hmm. yeah if you're a criminal what's not to like yeah. the stupidity isn't new for more than a year new york has coddled criminal migrants with long wrap sheets sheltering and feeding them while they continue their crime sprees it was a year ago A full year ago, announcing the arrest of migrants who stole $12,000 worth of goods from Macy's Roosevelt Field. Nassau County Police Commissioner Ryder warned about ongoing organized theft groups that are being sent up here for the purpose to commit crimes here. Wow. And the list goes on and the crimes go on. And the taxpayer support never ends. And if you voted for Democrats, this is precisely what you yep. voted for. 6.57 on the Bob Rose Show. About an hour away and change from talking to Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Stick around for that. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
0: America stands with our ally, Israel. War. The
1: battle for the
0: future of the Middle East. a fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostages is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.